in Twinsburg, Ohio this year because what? that's something we need to do. What what is the uh the dates? What are the I dates? I think it's something like August 3rdish to the it's 7thish. The, the worst fucking It's actually the ever. best because it's right after the movement inspection. Yeah, without inspections so. is before the movement inspections. Yes. But also it's terrible and uh bad timing. But we could be hanging out with thousands of twins. Literally. Hannah's worried that I'm going to find my next lover there for some reason. Yeah. Unwarranted uh. anxiety. Oh, well, you have expressed that life would be much more easy and breezy if you had someone who understood your twin plight. Or the the infection that I have, the emotional <laughs> infection, the, <laughs> the disease. No, I would not express that at all. You understand no, no, it. You're your a family eyes. person. Your emotional your eyes and your words. The emotional not explicitly. The emotional <laughs> infection of you having a twin. Is that what you is that what's going on? Yeah, the disease. It is, an, it is a disease. Like a like it would be better, if you will. Yeah. You if know, I that, were a twin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, is that, yeah. oh. Well, you yeah. could have just lied and said your twin died at birth. And I don't know if maybe some sympathy and be like, oh, you get it barely, but Yeah. Yeah, I know. I feel like you would have done the same thing you do with when people talk about fraternal twins. Where you're like fake, false, not real. <laughs> like, <laughs> doesn't I count. Things also call them losers. Um, yeah, I think uh, nerds, I think, uh, nerds, freaks. assholes. I think at some point, freaks. You're Hannah, freaks. Um, yeah, huh. yeah. Jeremy, I don't do, remember do, saying do, do that. You, um, do you want to comment on this, Jeremy? He yeah. loves to invalidate the twin I experience. don't regret the anti-fraternal twin speak. No, <laughs> I'll get on a soapbox. Actually, I'll run that on a platform. I'll run uh, like a platform. Uh, I'll run for mayor of our of our town, Nowhere USA. Twin Fest, yeah. <laughs> run for mayor of Big Shed. <laughs> yeah, somebody needs to take care of this place because it's crumbling. <laughs> <laughs> the humidifier is leaking. The cockroaches are drinking beer in the corner. It's filthy. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's so, a party house, party shit. Really? Like big party shit. I think it's clean as a whistle in here. And yeah. you guys just got um, a confirmation that you can remove this non-load-bearing wall that I'm staring at. Um, it's the one that uh, Jesus uh, is, uh, is hanging. Uh, on. hanging. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, near the yeah. oh, near the, yeah, yeah, the cross, um, near the the jean pocket, and um, you guys will have to find a, a you know a, you know a place to put that. But you guys can remove the the wall. This, this place will be yeah. even huger. Listeners, listeners, all fifteen thousand of you. There it is. Big shed could become. Bigger shed. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. I just wanted that to be very clear. Oh, if we do like not get this done, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll never say big shed again. We will always say bigger shed. Yeah, 
Yeah. And that's just to be the name. It can be like a timeline, like a reference point where we're like, remember back in the big shed days when... <laughs> <laughs> when it yeah. wasn't huge shed? Is that what we Pre-bigger would say? Pre-bigger shed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we can have our cocktail parties back here. We can have our gimps in the cages. The regular things <laughs> yeah. that we do, but there's more room. Yes. Yeah. For the cages yeah, and the, the whips and the various lotions and... Uh, <laughs> No, it's all getting pretty dank under a crawl space, all those people in there. It'd be nice if they had bigger sheds to kind of roam around in their cages in. <laughs> Just like some space. <laughs> There's a couple of John Wayne Gacy's. <laughs> yeah. What's going on over here? No, he's one of my favorite serial killers. Well, oh my yeah, God. he's he's up there. He's up there. <laughs> um, in my list of favorite serial killers, he's towards the top. Okay, so <laughs> if you're listening right now, which I'm assuming you are, just physically speaking, <laughs> emotionally speaking. Oh, you are listening to Property Management Brothers, and we are a comedy podcast satirizing the real estate world. Yeah, we are. So we're going to go on like a little storytelling journey today of like rentals and landlords and tenants and essentially all of the places that we call home. And I'm currently sitting with two identical twin brothers who are also property managers. Over here, we got Jeremy. Hello. Hey, Jeremy. And then over here we have Brendan. Hey, I'm the normal one, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Gotta He's got the strong voice. Yeah. What? Sure, I got a strong voice. <laughs> yeah, very strong, very I'm masculine. Batman. I'm Batman. Wait, hold on. I'm Batman. Oh, fuck. The, yeah. oh, <laughs> that was like just, Christ. That was a good try, but no, no cigar. <laughs> but Terrible. in just a bit, I'm going to tell these guys uh, some stories around a theme. But before we do that, I'm kind of interested to know how your lives have been since we last sat in Big Shed. Um, I want to talk about your life, Hannah. We're, we're, we're turning the tables. Oh, oh my shit. God. Oh. Okay. The, this table is kind of twisty. It is twisty. General. And I know I said turning the tables... It's just one table. Very twisty. It's actually <laughs> Hannah's parents' tape, dining room table from 1987 Nine. when they literally got married. Yeah. Like when they first started hang chilling, hanging out, having the old... Scoot to do. We talked about doop, it. Doop, yeah. doop, doop. Anyway, Hannah quit her job. How do you feel about that, Hannah? Well, I feel, I feel pretty good, except when I quit my job, I essentially went on a seven-day bender. And so... Mm. Um, but that's that's that 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 that's, yeah, that's what it's expected, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm good, but I'm also extremely emotionally distraught. <laughs> oh shit! Yes, yeah. Okay. But for the most part, I'm bouncing back, starting to get my life together. It's been like a solid twelve hours of doing that, and we're on the move. But now I'm here, fucking it all up again with these Mick Ultras and and smokes and all that stuff. But anyway, no, I yeah. Feel like we're I, but I feel great. You up. With the with the mix, um, it's true they forced me to do this against my will. But I'm sucking them down, and I'm going to be a real fun guy. Swear to God, you're yeah. going to love me. Those gimps and cages we were talking about earlier in bigger shed, potentially bigger shed, uh -huh. was actually Hannah. Yeah, <laughs> I have felt like a caged little squirrel, gimp slave, demon. Um, but now I'm I'm mostly free, so that's wonderful. We're very happy about it. Yada yada yada. But you guys are about to Us? be like busy as. Fuck. So it's going to be a fun little juxtaposition of life in this household. Yes. Yeah, I'll be busy. I'll be on the computer screaming, cursing, uh, slamming fists. Which it sounds things. like he's joking, but that actually happens. Like, yeah. if we're both trying to co-work at the table, it's really hard <laughs> to do so because Jeremy's just constantly sighing heavily or being like, God damn it. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Hannah, 
can I tell you something really quick? And I'm like, <laughs> but then if I try to talk to Jeremy, yeah. he's like, one second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. No, I, I held, I hold up one finger Honestly. and I'm like, excuse me, excuse me. Working. Excuse me. Shut it, Gimp. <laughs> yeah. Get back in your cage before you fucking talk to me. <laughs> Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Ring the talking bell. There's an eating bell. There's a talking bell. And there's a fuck bell. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we ring all three at once. And it's a real solid time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's going to get really fucking busy. Um, and uh, I'm ready for it. I'm prepared. I uh I got my uh my deodorant on. <laughs> that is good prep. <laughs> I got my uh socks strapped. And I'm ready to Speaking of deodorant and mm-hmm. good smells, I had a terrible experience last night. I'm sitting on the porch by myself. This is a personal property management story of my own home that I own. Uh, so that doesn't really make sense. But so I'm sitting outside <laughs> I'm my own property manager. Pounding <laughs> Michelob Ultras like a king. Smoking a couple of cigarettes. I'm sorry. I was trying to get through this pack. <clears throat> Anyways, it's 11 o'clock at night. I see two people entering a porta potty across the street. Okay? Remember, remember, do you guys remember I texted you 30 minutes later? Oh, holy what shit, do you think yes. they were doing in there? Double decorating? Well, well, one of them. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Like on top, like double decorating on top of each other. Like yeah. one was yeah. posing in, in the as lap. the toilet. Was like <laughs> double decker my back, honey, <laughs> my shoulders, please. Is this something I should know about? <laughs> double decker. Oh my god, you never heard of it? It's when someone takes the the back lid off the top of the toilet. And someone shits in there. So poop's always cycling. Shit's always cycling through. Oh, I just didn't know there was a name for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a Wednesday morning. <laughs> no, anyways, yeah, no, that was um, that was a fun. I don't know, whatever. That was like a sex worker bring, so they were, they bringing were in a John. Yeah, they were fucking. Yeah, the thing started moving a little <gasps> bit, and I literally ripped ripped my phone out of my pocket because I was like, this is like at least grammable. Okay. What? Grammable. Oh, grammable. Secondly, this shit's going to go viral. I I think it's also pronounced grammable. Grammable. This shit's grammable as fuck. I'm about to catch a sex worker and this John fucking hard in this disgusting fucking... It makes me nauseous thinking about. I'm not kidding. Like, my stomach is turning. No, they were in there for 30 minutes. Can you imagine being in a porta potty for 30 minutes, you guys? No. Can can you? For real? No. And especially if you're moving it around, like shaking stuff up in there. Like, you're unleashing (laughs) smells that have been dormant for days. Oh, God damn it. I'm not kidding. I'm like kind of nauseous thinking about that. Yeah, no, I don't want to imagine that. And uh, Uh, I'm glad that's that's how your life is going. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I was just fascinated. Um, I want to just point out one thing before we get these stories started, real quick. Yeah. Do you know about. What's going on? uh, Boy Scouts of America. You've heard of this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, BS of A. Okay, so we have a friend named James, right? You know James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you know, they get the names, right? The you one. know what James's name was? White Buffalo. It's not the point, <laughs> but it's a great. Hannah, our host, our lovely host, was in this Indian princess thing. That just was like this side female version of this, like a Native right? American princess. Thing? Yes, but it was called Indian Princess. Okay. It, was it was like a in the nineties, a, a bad appropriation thing okay. that was happening in the nineties. It was a terrible thing. 
I'm going to tell you what her name was. All right. You want to hear this, Brendan? White ass buffalo? Scratching squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) I had lice, poison ivy, and mites all at the same time. It was the only fitting name for me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can you imagine scratching squirrel? I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't actually have all those itchy things at once. I just loved squirrels, and I had never seen a squirrel do anything except scratch itself. So <laughs> that was, oh my um, God. That I was the verb. It. I know this has nothing to do with the podcast or gives a shit, but I just really needed to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, to, sorry, real quick. Because you said that I was on Tinder the other day, and somebody legitimately has a fear of squirrels, and there's a name for it, and she wrote it down. Sorry. Let's continue. No way. Really? That'd There's be a, a fear of squirrels. That'd be a what tough fuck. Tough life to live. I know. What are you gonna be like walking outside with a BB gun at all times? Just yeah. just just laying waste to squirrels. Woodland well, creatures. Okay. Well, now I have to bring up another story that I just told Jeremy today. But yeah. for Christmas, when I mean I, I was such a young in, but um when airsoft guns were first a thing, my parents got my brother and I airsoft guns and Evan shot a squirrel with it and killed it. And so my dad immediately was like, nope, 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 nope. And took him back to the store. (laughs) He's like, I'm returning these to Santa. Santa's a murderous, murderous holiday man. (laughs) (laughs) They got them the guns to shoot the squirrels from eating the, um, the bird seed for the bird feeders, right? Yeah, to like scare them a little so bit. I'm just so glad. I, I didn't realize the squirrel thing would fucking continue on so much. But literally, Hannah <laughs> lay, uh, just uh, like installed this uh, bird, bird feeder on our kitchen window so you could just see it. And every morning I wake up and there's a squirrel just fucking chilling there. And I, I literally open the door so fast and chase that bitch all the way to back, all the way to Big Shed. It's rewarding. <laughs> it's rewarding. We need to figure out a way where you can like slip a spatula out and just whack it. Oh, yeah. spank that. that squirrel. <laughs> or just anyway. macho man Randy Savage, like grab his head and just, just boom. You mean Stone yeah. Cold Steve Austin, get it right. Wait, stunners. Oh, yes. Stone Cold Stunners. He's talking about squirrel stunning stunners. woodland creatures. Let's move on. Let's get back to yeah, like what yeah. we're really here for, <laughs> which is a, lost a, tracks. a real estate podcast. Oh, oh my Oopsie God. doopsie. All right. So I uh, bring you guys a theme every every time we do this yeah um and our theme this go around for episode 22 the big two two the big dose de dose that's right right dose dose okay two two holy shit our birthday is on may 22nd two two twins two two balls two penises uh Uh we're gonna cut that up The math is wrong, but balls and penises, yes, and we have them. Um, okay, so for episode 22, we're talking about hotels, motels, what yes. you're going to say today, oh. All right, so, okay, <laughs> I know a bit about y'all's hotel affinity, but I want to hear from you. What, what What's the hotel thing? I love hotel, very clean. Uh, kind of got an OCD thing going on, so I like a very clean thing. But it's like masked, you know. It's like hiding. You don't you don't question what's going on, right? Yeah. yeah. Underneath like, the soil, like Catholicism. Uh, exactly. You don't <laughs> yeah. question. You just accept it. It's like very it? <laughs> clean. Uh, cleanliness is godliness, and you just move forward. And then you're like, well, godliness is a little bit dirty and a little fucked up, and people are dying, and there's toads falling from the fucking skies. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
but uh but i love a good hotel i tell you what yeah that was a good answer i have no answer <laughs> I, I would love to keep going this i i'm uh, yeah i'm a little less ocd when it comes to jeremy i will swan dive on those uh, without even thinking about it yeah well from what i know is like your stepdad was obsessed with hotels right he wasn't obsessed with it. We just uh, he would go. He would he was where he was a teacher, or like an administrator in public education, and we would get these like fancy conference trips, and you know, <laughs> in that one state that uh, that in Florida, I, Florida, and yeah, in Florida where we grew up, and uh, I forgot brain fart. Did you say fancy state? I no, don't fancy remember. rooms in that shithole state. Oh, <laughs> missed that. That makes more sense. I added it? the shithole. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we we became he just we would get the rooms for free because he just had these like weird conferences. So we actually loved hotels. He hated them. We'd oh, walk in the fucking door and he'd be okay. like, "Somebody smoked in here." I'm like, "When? <laughs> Twenty years ago." Yeah, yeah. We're I moving can out. Taste it. <laughs> so we'd always have to move hotels. It was terrible. We'd yeah. always have to move rooms. There were times, every time, every single time, there's something wrong with the room. Oh, oh, okay. So I had that story all wrong. But I know you, at least, Jeremy, have an affinity for hotels. Because I'll be like, here's a nice Airbnb I found. And you're like, here's Marriott, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's that's like, more of so like Jeremy's like, oh, but, my, but my points. But I can use my points. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, that's it's true. more about like, that was like, when that was, our family didn't take trips ever. And yeah, like the weird. only trips we took were the ones that our stepdad got. It was free, you know. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. only trips we took was the fucking Orlando and a nice <laughs> hotel. So it was just like literally. It was no so other exciting. State. Yeah, exactly. No other state. It was Never literally Orlando. One maybe city. Saint you go to Orlando. You go to a normal ass <laughs> hotel, and you're just like, wow, this is what vacation means. And then you go to our dad's right. house in massachusetts dad's stepmom and we'd you know we'd go camping and that, that was like another awesome version of that yeah yeah you know so yeah so you you kind of relate it to like luxury and vacation and it has like a nice warm feeling sometimes in your bones absolutely yeah, yeah. Right. warm for shizzles. okay well we're gonna warm. fuck that up a little bit today <laughs> <laughs> but all, all in all like I, I think between the three of us we've been in a number of hotel rooms in our lives doing a number of different things mostly going to conferences in orlando <laughs> but no one knows the ins and outs of a hotel room quite like the hotel housekeeping staff. Yes. So we're going to start this segment off with a few fun little stories I heard from housekeepers about the horrific things that they've stumbled upon oh. in their line of work. Mm. So first up, broccoli everywhere. <laughs> so this housekeeper found <laughs> broccoli in the bed, broccoli in the toilet, the drawers, all of them are filled with broccoli. Uh, there was even broccoli <laughs> smeared into every bit of the carpet. And this what? housekeeper said, I've discovered a dead body in a room. And this broccoli incident was still the worst thing that I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that had to be a prank. There's no way. And so it's it's like, hilarious. <laughs> Such yeah, it's a like good a prank. prank. But also it. It puts can't, someone in a terrible position. <laughs> exactly. It can't be a kink. If it's a kink, if there's a broccoli kink out there, all there, right? there probably oh, is. Oh, God, there probably is. This is like the You're most right. boring kink I've ever yeah. heard. <laughs> yeah, it's like literally a vanilla kink. Like, <laughs> They're like, my mom used to force feed me broccoli. Now I want it everywhere. Holy, and holy shit. holy shit, that's what it is. <laughs> that's totally, it's derived oh, from something weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
All right, next up, we have a Jello jacuzzi. <laughs> so you know how they have like jacuzzi tubs in some hotel rooms? So oh, yeah. some asshole decided to live out his third grade daydream and fill a tub with lime jello. <laughs> Except that's like not how jello works. So instead, the jello just exploded all over the bathroom. So it's just like green jello chunks everywhere. <laughs> and jello got stuck in the jacuzzi jet. So it made it the whole jacuzzi had to be removed and replaced because it stopped working because it was overflowing with lime jello, which Damn. I also don't... I mean, I'm assuming the lime smell was so overpowering that people knew it was lime, but also maybe someone tasted it. I don't know. <laughs> um, there were also so many stories of poop. Unsurprisingly, another kink. Yummy! <laughs> so stories of poop in the nightstand. Poop in the AC unit shoved into its crevices. Oh! Whoa! No! Um, Poop in a condom tied to the microwave. That requires too much work. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, dirty poop diapers smeared all over the walls. Makes a little more sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> one guy shit on a pillow and left behind a little note that said, all the best with that smiley face. <laughs> People are oh, fucking out God. of control. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> Honestly, I feel like we could get with this cleaning crew and like probably share a lot of similar stories the property management side yeah you know because they're, they're cleaning crews like to clean shit anyways we could we could probably we could bond probably have a great night yeah with the hotel cleaning crew yeah I, I just think like i don't know you guys read brave new world yeah mm. a long time like ago, get everybody yeah. on the same wave give them a shitload of pills just everybody you know like you know like get yeah. everyone like we you know operating on the same level when I hear these kinds of stories, I'm like, we need to bring Brave New World into the situation. <laughs> yeah. Everybody needs pills. Nobody needs to live <laughs> toilets. We need to control the population. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. More cages, more cages. That's yeah, all. Yeah, it's say. a fucked up world when you're like, the most unsurprising it, story here is that poop cages. was everywhere. <laughs> like, you're like, sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. But for our final housekeeping story, um, the big discovery was a human head. So it was at a hotel in oh Washington, D.C. in the 60s. Can I say something? Why does this seem like the most normal one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know. It does. Yeah, you're right. Holy this is shit, like, it does. It's exactly what you expect to find in a hotel room. <laughs> oh, my God. So we're in Washington, D.C. It's the 60s. And this fancy man shows up and gets a room. And he stayed in that room for a month. So, you know, this is... You know, this is a podcast all about the places we call home. And like some people call a hotel motel a home for a day. And some people call it a home for a month. And some people call it a home for way too long. And that's sad, but we won't get into that. Uh -huh. um, so <laughs> during that time, he constantly had this do not disturb sign on the door. And so the room never really properly got cleaned during the month he was there. But once he left, this housekeeper who told the story finally entered his room to clean it up. And she was immediately smacked with this like horrific smell which we all know where it's going. But so the room was so putrid, it looked like someone had thrown a rave, she said. And in the closet, she finds this box. And in the box, she finds the decomposing head of a young woman. Oh. So. Okay. Uh, eventually, okay. the woman was identified as a sex worker. Mm. Okay. But since it was a metropolitan area in the 60s, very tragically and very predictably, the murder was barely investigated. And the killer was never caught. Jesus. Fuck that. Yeah, well. You know the like the less the less dead concept that you hear about where it's like Oh yeah. 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 If it's a 
if it's a blonde white girl, it's the most dead thing ever. But if right. it's a sex worker, no one's ever going to investigate it. But all this to say, people should be paid more uh, <laughs> for everything, yes. but especially yeah. cleaning up people's hotel rooms. <laughs> oh Definitely. God, I'm having deja vu right now. Real bad. <clears throat> anyway, so our, our friend Salah, his family, um, came from his mom and dad, moved um, to uh, Panama City, Florida. I think from, from Egypt. From Egypt. But like, no, I'm saying like for like, was it military stuff? It was military things, right? <clears throat> no, I think he was in the Egyptian military, but I think I think they, he legitimately retired. Okay, gotcha. So anyways, they got, and they opened up a little tiny motel situation. It's oh. called the Cleopatra. Fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the sad story, I'll tell you a sad story first, then funny, real fucked up story after. The sad story is that when all these like fucking investors like started trolling Panama City, um, basically trying to like build these massive condos and like get it get it going. As this some was sort like, of, like back in the eighties. Back right? in the eighties, like get it going as some sort of like paradise of like spring break and shit like that. They approached um, Salah's dad and basically con- like convinced him that like like <clears throat> I think it took a while. I don't know exactly the story, but basically he owned like his dad owned the land and the building, and but he sold it to these investors. And in in response, essentially, was um, given a condo of like one condo of like the two hundred that were probably built in the same building. Yeah, that would you know. Anyways, so it was a shit. It was like a shit deal in the end. But anyways, that's the bad story. Yeah, sucks. <clears throat> but uh, so the story that Salah told us when he's like he's, <laughs> he's like it's 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 hysterical when he tells stories. But um, he's like nine years old and he's. <clears throat> Is apparently there was somebody same thing same thing like do not disturb thing on the door you know they hadn't heard from this tenant in a while apparently there was like a long time kind of a motelish kind of tenant thing mm-hmm. they got to the point where they had to like bust down the door essentially because they were like we, we haven't heard from this person they haven't paid anyways oh, they, no. they basically they they open the door and on the walls smeared with shit human shit. human shit which should be the punchline. It's not. Oh. <laughs> it says, fuck this place. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 And yeah. the, the capper is that Salah's dad made him and his brothers clean that shit up. <clears throat> Literal Salah shit. was eight and he was scrubbing. Oh, my and God. And then what the, the craziest thing about this whole story is they found out that was J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Trying to get through that first draft of Perry Hotter. Perry. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Well, build, builds character to clean shit off of a wall. <laughs> yeah. Mostly because your parents don't want to do it. They have no character. Uh, they make the kids get the character. <laughs> God, I forgot about that story. Thank you, Brenda, for oh, that. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Um, so we'll move on to our next hotel tale. Let's yes. Do it. Um, we're going to take... A little time machine back to March and April of 2020. And it was a world that we all know was in lockdown from the COVID-19 pandemic. So everyone was like hiding in their homes, some by choice, some by strict government regulations. But essentially everyone around the world was canceling their travel plans at that time. Mm -hmm. So while we were all hiding in our houses, these incredibly popular tourist spots and resorts and hotels were sitting empty and untouched. And these resorts that were once bustling with humans and our trash and 
all of our stupid kids running around. They were now being taken back by the surrounding wildlife. Bring it back the squirrels. So I got a, yeah. <laughs> Here they are. <laughs> so I got a few resorts of wildlife taken back over the things that were rightfully theirs at one point. So at this resort in Mexico, patrons would be able to like step out onto their balcony and look down onto this little man-made canal. It was like within the walls of the hotel and you would look at it and like, oh, it's so beautiful. But during COVID-19, it got infested with like eight to 10 foot crocodiles. Oh <laughs> so there's my these God. Video, it'd be like truly became like a medieval moat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Or there was this hotel resort and spa in Tulum where there was footage from the hotel showing a jaguar and a puma just wandering around the hotel grounds at night where people used to kind of be out there like smoking their cigarettes on the patio. There was now just like a jaguar family hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wild hippos were seen splashing in the waves of a resort beach in Mozambique, which we all know hippos are fucking deadly. Scary. Um, there was a- <laughs> don't, don't hippos like kill a bunch of motherfuckers like apparently hippos yeah. kill more people than like sharks really yes i think that's a thing i read it somewhere once sometime from a credible source god this podcast is so incredibly uh reliable yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't come for us for facts. <laughs> but hippos are fucking crazy. Yeah, I've heard they're dangerous. Oh, is that how you say dangerous in French? Dangerous. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. We've all played Hungry Hungry Hippos. Yeah. Motherfuckers are hungry. Yeah, they're like, they're like snapping turtles. So. <laughs> they do. Like um, there was a hotel pool in Thailand, and... There was this monitor lizard, which is a big ass, like six foot long lizard. It kind of looks like this Komodo dragon. And it was just hanging out, swimming around in the hotel pool, sunbathing on the patio chairs for days. Oh my God, living its fucking best life. Absolutely. Like wearing a bow tie, a top <laughs> this, hat. This six foot lizard. This also reminds us of like when uh, uh, Jim and I were living in Massachusetts and we were about to, had to, we're doing a whole big old thing to Indonesia. I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to get into it, but everyone was like, you know, they got these things and they got these things and these creatures and these things. And Jeremy yeah. and I were like, sounds like fucking Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like literally no difference. We're yeah. like, yeah, no, we heard that weird gecko that sounds like, wow. Like we heard it yeah. at our grandmother's house. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to eat pecan like ice cream. Yeah. It would, uh, yeah. Nasty. Like, yeah. Oh. Can Wait, you the lizards were tr- the geckos were trying to eat pecan ice. What? No, well, no, we this were at sound, our like this oh. house, this, uh, to that eat sound. Some pecan ice oh. Do the sound, Jeremy, right now. Yeah. What if we weren't hearing that sound from the gecko and it was just our grandfather and that's how he that was his <laughs> O face. Oh my god. It sounds like you could sample that in like a banging ass rap song. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, <laughs> God, we're we're whiter than ghosts. I tell you what, we're whiter than a sheet of uh, eight by eleven paper. <laughs> uh, okay. And then, <laughs> I mean, I started this by trying to quote Sugar Hill Gang, and I like totally fucked it up. So whatever. Um, and then my last animal story is there was this resort in Thailand, and the resort was typically surrounded by these little monkeys. And um, they would hang out and they were pretty chill, but people would feed them. The tourists would come to this hotel, feed these monkeys little snacks. And it was like a big selling point of going to this resort in Thailand. 
But since there were no tourists around to feed them, the monkeys went absolutely buck shit wild, like haywire and started taking over first the resort and then like the entire surrounding town. It's like so Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Straight <completely> up. Bonkers. <laughs> so amazing. I saw this this one video and, I, and I'll put this on the ground, but it was this one monkey finds a banana somewhere and he's just getting like swarmed by fucking hundreds of monkeys in the street trying to snatch his fruit. And then Jesus. monkeys started, these monkeys started breaking <laughs> into resorts. They were breaking into grocery stores to steal food. They began attacking people and robbing folks like for whatever oh. food they had on them. That's fucking awesome. It I'm was not- even <laughs> reported that the monkeys had formed two rival gangs and were straight up running the city. So it was like some straight up Jumanji <laughs> shit. Oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's all I could think of when I'm reading this article and watching these videos. I'm like, oh my God, they're out there driving police cars into the shopping mall. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, eventually like the this town in Thailand went through this massive like sterilization process where they were like rounding up these monkeys and like sterilizing them so they'd stop breeding but oh, fucking wow. wild shit like and it all started from this one resort in Thailand where people stopped showing up to god good god that's fucking nuts also sterilization i thought they just went out there with like a ak and just like <laughs> really might be what it is wiped them all out yeah they're like we have a process a very humane process (laughs) we get our fat guns and lay ways to these strange monkeys yeah monkeys on the menu boys (laughs) we got monkey paste on bread that's on the menu. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if it was like some situation where like a SWAT team goes into this hotel and they're like fighting mo- giant monkeys? Yeah, I've seen Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six in the hotel in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> this hits really close to home, huh? <laughs> All right, so um, I got one more story for y'all. Nice. Yay. This is our final story. Yay. So for this last story, we're going to head on back to Chicago in the 19th century. Chicago! Was that another rap reference? Ace Ventura. Oh, Ace Ventura okay. when Asia calls. <laughs> Jim Carrey, sorry. Brandon's embarrassing himself again. I'm embarrassing myself. I was like, is that a rap song? <laughs> <laughs> Chicago, 19th century. We're headed to America's first known serial killer, we are talking about H.H. H. Holmes and his oh. murder hotel, baby. Yeah. Who the fuck is this? Oh, you don't know. Okay, because I figured both of y'all would be like very well versed on this. I'm all about, I mean, not all about him, but I do know all about him. Sorry. <laughs> He's my I forgot man. the no part, but yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. So like, I'm going to give a Cliff Notes version on, on this dude and his saga, but I think we're all true crime buffs, or at least Brendan is with this guy. So feel free to like, jump in with any juicy murder gossip at any point, Brendan. But, okay, so, Chicago, 19th century. It was this happening-ass place. The World's Fair was taking place in Chicago. Railroads were being built around it. A lot of folks from all around the U.S. were moving to Chicago for a fresh start and a luxurious chance at life. And this included the charming little creep, H.H. Holmes. (laughs) So, H.H. Holmes, if you, like, had a kink for train conductors in the late 1800s hh holmes would be your guy he's got this like big ass mustache top hat probably has a monocle somewhere on his body holy (laughs) shit you know what i just realized i mean like first i was thinking like like how just what what an asshole like your your last name is holmes and you're gonna say hh holmes that's three h's that's a lot 
yeah, a lot of H's. Yeah. But then I realized there's a fucking wrestler, I think. Triple H. Triple H. Oh, oh. we going to say something about Triple H. Did he fucking get this shot from Not like I show? know anything about it, but we used to play a video game in 1999, the WWF. On Super Nintendo 64. Whatever the fuck it was. Anyway, it was a Triple H. Anyway, so H.H. Holmes, maybe he got it from him. He's a murderer. Apparently. I don't know yet. I mean, that would be really clever. It actually would be. Yeah. But he doesn't seem like a clever guy. I think he has long <laughs> blonde locks, big pecs, areolas the size of peas. Oh. Oh, my God. It's tiny. You mean nipples, but like areolas the no, size the of areolas. Like slices. Peas. That was very strange. Oh. The nipples, thumbtack worthy. Oh. Steroids. Anyway. He's a bitch. Yeah. Hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> But all in all, H.H. H. Holmes, he's a pretty good-looking dude, all things considered, like for most serial killers. No, and jealous. he was apparently super outgoing and incredibly endearing. So anyways, people were visiting Chicago in droves. And for the sake of the story, that also included a lot of young women. And a lot of young women who were, you know, looking to like take off on their own, get a new job, then meet a nice rich man who would take care of them and they'd live happily ever after in this very cool bustling city. So to capitalize on all the folks that were traveling to Chicago at the time, H.H. Holmes bought an empty lot and began construction on a three-story structure with hundreds of rooms within it. Some would call that a hotel. (laughs) 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 Sorry, oh shit. The way you you did that, that was really funny. (laughs) So this thing was like straight up a state fair fun house from hell. It had like trap doors, mazes, secret passageways, chutes and ladders, what? Um, yeah. So also in Murder Hotel, there were multiple asphyxiation chambers. Asphyxi- asphyxiation Asphyxi- chambers. You're doing a great job, babe. <sighs> That's Jesus. a word with a lot of the same sounds in it. Um, <laughs> and and they were these airless chambers that were underneath the floorboards, and they had iron walls to stifle all the sound. So Jesus. mad fucking creepy. Yeah. Like you don't accidentally make an asphyxiation chamber. Sounds very, very intentional. Um, yeah, there were. Not, it doesn't seem like a kink. Yeah. No, um, no, I don't know. Maybe. No. Maybe there's one for everything, Brendan. No. Is there a murder kink? <laughs> Definitely. You've never yeah. seen a snuff film? I anyway. Guess. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's better if you haven't. I think um, so. There were also, there was a bunch of rooms of gas chambers. So like Holmes would apparently seal in his victims into these gas chamber rooms. He'd flip a switch in an adjacent room to turn on the gas. And once the deed was done, he would drop all of his victims down this chute into the basement. So from all of his different rooms, there was typically a chute that led to the basement and he would just throw the body down there. Like for dirty laundry, but dirty a young people. woman trying to start her life. In oh, a fresh start. Yeah. I, think I, went, I think I went the wrong way <laughs> yeah. when I said dirty people. Have you guys seen yeah. the movie Nothing But Trouble? <laughs> no. no. Deadass serious. Okay, never mind. Now that's it's similar. It's very 
Similar. One of them. Fuck that. One of that movie was based off H.H. Holmes. Probably. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right, go ahead. The game Sorry. Shoots and Ladders is based on H.H. H. Holmes. No. Wait, no. No, way. I'm lying. Um, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, 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 I was like, no, fuck I was playing that as a six-year-old. Yeah. yeah Shoots and Ladders. You have H.H. H. Holmes kink. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> okay. So, 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 like, okay. So he he drops all these people into the basement, and like we all know that every basement is like inherently creepy, but as you can imagine, the basement of a 19th century murder hotel is fucking gnarly so in the basement (laughs) hh holmes would dismember the bodies of his victims and sell their organs on the black market um he was a total weird you know like surgical guy where he just like wanted to take them all apart and like play with their guts but then he would make some money off of it because he's also a capitalist so what a just just, okay <laughs> just a perfect blend there yeah right yeah. Mm. so when cops finally raided the murder hotel the basement was obviously a bit of a red flag there were just like piles of human bones blood-soaked operating tables and heaps of women's bloody clothes jesus Ooh. christ so all in all hh H. holmes was verified to have killed 27 people mostly women but there are some historians that believe that his murder hotel had up to 200 victims during that time period. And it was only in operation for two years. Oh, holy moly is what they used to say back in 19. That's like a person a week. Yeah. That's like if a serial killer had money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just normally serial killers are just like drifters down and out living in bullshit places, trying their damnedest. They're, all out damnedest to be killing some mother maths. And by math, I mean <laughs> like mother, John Wayne Gacy, who was a fucking clown. <laughs> he was like yeah. just trying to get by. <laughs> Doing <laughs> the skin of his way teeth. too much. Yeah. Like, well, that just, has a lucrative livelihood, clown ship. Well, it's yeah. a creepy one, for uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> also, no, it is not lucrative, honey. A lot of dead people in that hotel. And you know what? There's a lot of dead people. In a lot of hotels, it sounds like. So everybody be safe out there. Be safe. Yeah, I don't be that safe. I don't be that worried. Don't worry about it that much. Be safe. In the hotel rooms? <laughs> Guys, I've been in the Marriott's. Very clean. Very nice. Very yeah. wonderful places. That you know of. Where, wasn't one of you in a place recently where you like undid the sheets and it was covered in blood? Oh, God. That was you, wasn't it? Yes, yes. It'd be, uh... What about blood? Was it blood? Dude, all right. It, yeah, fuck yes. Come on. All right. Let's like give him the benefit of the doubt. Turnip juice. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah there'll be some turnip juice. No. So like, all right. So we, we pulled up. It's good. Jeremy oh, we, like flung his fucking fat body. I mean, sorry. So Jeremy over here just flung his <laughs> disgusting body. Oh, that's one of his. And yeah. his arm just like flopped off the fucking coffee and it went everywhere. So suddenly Jeremy and I are mostly Jeremy's on the fucking ground trying to clean up this coffee at this hotel because it's on the bed, it's on the nightstand, it's fucking everywhere. So we pull up that top left corner of the bed. So normally where your head goes, and there's a lot of red stuff there. And I, you know, just red. And it was all I could think about. It was like, okay, I w- maybe I would like... It, it could have been a beet juice smoothie. Yeah. 
<laughs> we don't but know. No, we know what it could have made sense. It was in the middle of bed, you know, for maybe a maybe there was an accidental period thing going on, you know. I don't know if that's too much for me to say. Maybe no, I, I have accidental period things all the time. No, I know <laughs> Jeremy does too. His his asshole bleeds a little bit. Yeah. He's he's just fucking well, not filthy. Periods. He's a fucking filthy person. No, but it was literally by the head, like this giant, like I mean, like a gunshot wound. Yeah. Yikes. That's um, disgusting that you guys stayed there. Um, that was all right to me. Anyway, that's all. That's all I've got. So, what's up with you guys? You, you got. You did a great job, Hannah. Your stories. <coughs> I can't imagine living in a hotel. Life in a hotel. Life. What? There's a lot of folks all over the U.S. are living in hotels right now because it's fucking impossible to find a place to live, and it's very expensive. The nonprofit I used to work for, big used to, was like helping people get out of that situation. But anyway, it's fucked up and it's like mad normal and yeah. horrible. So um, get people out of the hotels and into houses back to normal. For God's sake, lower the fucking homes rent. Where you can lower build the fucking equity. <laughs> Speaking of this, all right, you guys ready? All right, you ready? Oh, you guys yeah. remember when I did a little history lesson during the 420 episode? Okay. You Absolutely. All right. Well, it's time for another one. Okay. From good old. Uh... Gotta love it. <laughs> yes. This is a Bren Daddy history lesson. This is what Jeremy calls me, Bren Daddy. So what's in his phone. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> All right. We'll be talking about, I'll try to make this quick. It'll be easy, painless, I promise. We're talking about the land reform movement in communist China. Yeah, Whoa. That sounds exciting. History with Bryn Daddy is getting yeah. spicy. Right. So the land reform movement was led by the, of course, Chinese Communist Party leader Mao Zedong. Okay. Zadong, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I didn't write that down, I swear. Oh. Wait, I just, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> well, I'll let you I'll let you carry on first. Anyway, so this land reform movement, all right, we're just all right, so it was um it was led by Mao's re redistributed land to the peasantry. Land was confiscated from landlords who were subject to mass killings. By the Communist Party and former tenants. This is funny. <laughs> this is the funny. This is the funny part <laughs> of the mass killings. <laughs> Prior to land reform, it was common for the peasants to pay more than half of their income to landlords. I mean, about what's happening now? Yeah, about yeah. what's happening yeah. right now? Murder worthy. So. Oh, murder worthy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, worthy to yeah. If yeah. I paid half my income to a landlord, yeah, I'd start. You know, start slitting throats. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Maybe. Right. Maybe. Not really, but, you know. Uh... <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty much what's <laughs> happening right now in the United States. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so Mao said the only way for peasants to achieve true liberation, they had to violently overthrow the landlords. He believed that the countryside would be the basis of revolution. Whoa. Damn. He estimated as many as two to three million landlords were killed. Well, the lower estimate is around like five to eight hundred thousand. They right? probably deserved it. <laughs> oh my God! They they seized the land of over ten million landlords. Okay, holy shit! What the fuck? 
He said that without using the greatest force, the peasants cannot over the peasants cannot possibly overthrow the deep-rooted authority of the landlords, which has lasted thousands of years. This is real. God damn! What what year is this? <laughs> I'm so glad it's real and not fake. This is yeah, like 1920, 20s, like damn, like literally when like na- our 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 Nana was born. She, Shit was she, going down so hard yeah. in China. Landlord revolution. <laughs> Peasant revolution, yeah. Our Nana's like three reading articles about this shit <laughs> in the yeah. Philly, Philly Times. Yeah, she was Eating savant, her Philly yeah. cheesesteak, listening to uh, Will Smith on that one album. Oh, no. Big Willie style. He's from, he's from Philly, too. Anyway, keep oh, going. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I think it was before right. that time, but yes. So, um, quick question, real quick, guys. Uh, in what ways do you think they were killed? These landlords. Hmm. Um, easy stuff. All right, fire. That's easy. That that's well, that's not in seems here. A little dip. Fire, fire. <laughs> <laughs> that person over there. How, how would you kill them? Uh, fire. Uh, I think stabbing in the neck or just stabbing. Stabbing. A lot of stabbing. Okay, that, that's. That I'm holding sense, the pen yeah. right now and I'm making a stabbing motion. Yeah. He, mm. yeah, he, yeah. Uh, well, wait, somewhere. All right, real quick. Beheadings. So, beheadings, yes. Um, got that. Uh, cutting a leg off and letting it bleed out on the ground. Yes. All Perfect. that. Okay, so. Shoots and ladders. Shoot. Shoots and ladders <laughs> is literally written right here. What? Some of them were put into shoots. No. And they fell down ladders. <laughs> you're lying. Just oh, you kidding. Print, <laughs> Daddy, you're supposed to be our history expert. You're all right, throwing well, us so, off. Some of them were. All right, so these landlords, they were strangled, shot, dismembered, or buried alive. God damn. And in many areas, the, wives, yeah. the wives of these landlords were, quote, redistributed as concubines or daughters for the peasants, or they were pressured into marrying their husbands' persecutors. Oh. My God! Wow. Wait, 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 wait! So, go ahead. They were killed, and then the wives of the people that were yes. killed were pressured to marry the people that killed them. Yeah, crazy. Oh, actually, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, um, I love that they used the, the term. <laughs> the term they used was redistributed. Yes, as if they weren't people with feelings oh. and lives and absolute hatred boiling inside of oh, their loins. God. God damn it! Anyways, I'm gonna end. Insane. I'm gonna end this way. Some party members of the in the Communist Party, of course. We're concerned with the levels of violence by the peasants against these landlords. And Mao responded in writing with his famous comment, quote, revolution is not a dinner party. Boom! Damn. Kind of sexy, though. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Um, Did it work? Um, like, is anything better off because of that? Because it's still yeah, like, in China, is not the answer. 1.5 billion people, zero landlords. Yeah. Yeah, none doesn't exist. No. Yeah. But that's yeah. what's it was weird. Like, all the, it was like, there were in some areas, like 90% of these peasants just like suddenly were just given land and they're like, this is your land now. Wow. And so, like, yeah, and it, but it's it's weird. I was like, while I was research researching this stuff, I was just kind of thinking about just yeah, just a bunch of stuff. But we don't have to get into it. But it, it's pretty fascinating the idea of like the dichotomy of like the two landlord versus tenant, and like in this situation, I mean, that, this is some wild stuff. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. no, I think it's Oof. absolutely fascinating. Like, god damn, like the communist thing, like murdering millions of landlords, basically giving the land back to the yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It, doesn't seem that far-fetched to think that we're that 
far off from that. God, you know no. what I mean? Like the, the yeah. state of the economy, the state of the people, the, the, like the anger and what's going on right yeah. now. No, and uh, you know, the, the main problem about all of this, the only problem, the main one, all right? Okay, I'm going to keep saying that. Yeah, go do it again if you want. Good setup. I'm a landlord. Oh, <laughs> whoops. How? Hey, this is why I've been really, I mean, like, I got barbed uh, wire on the windows. <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm strapped. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like not to like get all serious, but like the housing crisis, putting it, putting it in perspective, it's like the extremes have been taken. Like 10 million landlords were seized, 3 million were murdered, yeah. and still the housing crisis exists and is like taking over every nation around the world <laughs> you know like there is no answer <laughs> that's a little daunting but shit yeah no. totally and also brendan's just like a small you know he just has another house and he rents it out he's not somebody who's buying hundreds of houses You're like don't kill him <laughs> yeah you know kill the big ones first and then we can like trickle down to brendan's murder yeah, kill the <laughs> Yeah, the ones who are just buying everything with no rem no understanding of what community means, no understanding of what the fuck that means. Yeah, exactly. Like that is what, a, to me, honestly, is what a, a bad landlord means. So apparently this land... Investors. Yeah, investors yeah, yeah, are yeah, just yeah. buying shit and don't give a fuck what's going on. Yeah, exactly. That's just, terrible. Yeah, no, nah, totally. Well, and like the story you were telling earlier where it's like, hey, I'm going to raise your rent by like, what, 40% or some bullshit like that? And yeah. then like not bat an eye and be like, well, I don't understand why that's an issue. Well, that's the problem. That's I mean, well, there's a lot of problems in there. Yeah. But like that you can't you can't have any bit of empathy and like at least apologize for the massive leaps you're taking. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's like a serious. I I think that's not even that's like a like a socially like a human social problem right there. Yeah. Like that human being doesn't understand. Like that guy will go to a bar and be like, I don't know why that guy looked at me that way and he would you know he probably tipped him five percent you know oh, what i mean right, you know what right. i mean he's just like he's probably across the fucking board fucking up yeah ah! yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you're right yeah. you know and he's just like i don't understand why that doesn't make sense and then his wife's like honey you haven't done the dishes in 10 weeks and he's like i don't understand why you're upset about i'm gonna that. redistribute you if you keep acting like yeah. that to me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. which means dismemberment yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah damn that's um that's wild and exciting but thank you for that history lesson oh yeah no thanks guys that was uh history lesson uh number two from uh, i'm gonna call it it's the segment um i'm gonna try to work in brendaddy okay history with brendaddy and i gotta say it was history better than the first history with brendaddy the first history was with brendaddy was beautiful okay yeah a little dosed up but <laughs> a bit of an altered one i did skip lines a lot yeah <laughs> almost stood it on this one i like the idea that you're the history guy i like that yeah yeah that's fun you like that that's fun i yeah. didn't know where it was go the way you like you know like what it, what, 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 what is it called the land reform act i was like okay well this is gonna get old <laughs> but no it was fun there was murder and dismemberment so oh, i was down god r.i.p to the landlords i guess yeah, I, guess, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it depends on what side of the fence you're on but <laughs> email us email at property mgmt brothers at gmail.com that's right it's just one b despite the um and we can do the ig what the hell's the instagram thing same thing property mgmt brothers you know yeah hit us up it'd be really nice to hear from you but thanks for listening to this it's um it's a wild time
Yeah, Anna's unemployed. She looks a little skeptical about what life is ahead of her, but we'll figure it out next time. God, stay tuned. Stay tuned. For how for... Hannah's going to run out of money next. <laughs> stay tuned for how we're going to pay that mortgage on Big Shed next. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, cool. yeah, no, thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank y'all. Um, thank love you. you. Love okay. you. Bye. Love, love you. you. Love you. <laughs> 